And welcome back to another episode of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mare Bear. How you doing? What up, everybody? And this week, we are closing out Season 5 of The Office. However, we're going to do something different this time around. In past seasons, when we do the season finale, we do a retrospective. This week, or this season, I should say, we're going to push that off until the beginning of Season 6. Yes. We're going to start off next week's episode with the Season 5 ep- uh, retrospective. But... Before we get into this week's episodes, episode 27 and 28, Cafe Disco, and what is it, Company Picnic? Company Picnic. Before we do those, Mare Bear is going to tell us what we missed last week. Yes, guys. For those who didn't listen, yeah. go back and listen. Hit stop now. Go back and listen to last week's episode. Yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so last week we talked about episode 25, it Broke, where essentially Dunner Mifflin is hurting so badly because of Michael Scott Paper Company, they buy them out. And uh, it's successful, and Michael basically ends up negotiating um, to get his job to back. get him, Pam, and Ryan jobs back. Charles Minor is out; those three are in, and um, things are back to normal. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. David Wallace showed up. <laughs> that was my heart beating. Um, and then on Casual Friday, uh, we found out that Toby is basically just as ineffective in uh, HR as we thought. Saw Meredith's boobs and vag. Vag. Um, the salesmen who still did not get their clients back after Pam and Ryan came back are still pissed and want their clients back. And they basically did everything they could to get it. And mm-hmm. they did. They strong-armed Michael by yeah. threatening to quit. So Pam stayed on his sales and Ryan's back as a temp. All right. And that's what you missed on Glee. All right. And that brings us, uh, we're going to cover this week, Season 5, Episode 27, Cafe Disco. Yes, sir. Uh, what did you think of this one before we even get into it? It was fun. Fun? S- it was fun to see everybody happy. Yeah, people were in a good spot in this yeah. episode. Um, we'll get into it <laughs> She's got things to say. I thought it was a totally disposable episode. It doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. But it's yeah, just like, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to fit in with the whole season no, as a whole. We've because we've had that. one-off yeah. episodes before. I thought it was an enjoyable episode, but, but we'll get there. It just doesn't fit in with season five. In yeah. another season, this may have fit in well. It would been like, oh, it's a funny episode or whatever. But, like, everything has been a direct correlation. I mean, I guess it's tied in with the office space that we'll talk about. But yeah. go ahead, you take it away. All right, so our cold open, Aaron, our new receptionist, Goes, oh my god, I won an art contest. <laughs> and Pam like turns around and Jim look at e- they look at each other and Dwight just starts laughing. And Maniacally. Maniacally, yeah. <laughs> like Lord and, Zed or something. Right. And um it, it, he just starts going, I got her, I got her, and he goes up and he walks up to Aaron, he pays her. And Jim and Pam are just like, yeah, good one, Dwight. Real cool. It's the and funniest fucking laughs. thing he ever saw. I swear to God, it was the greatest thing. Yeah. He's like, ah! ah! He's wiping tears out of his eyes. Seriously. <laughs> so uh, then we open the show and we hear Car Wash playing loudly. And Michael explains that he still has the lease on the supply closet. So he set up an espresso machine and a CD player. Is that the espresso machine from season one, episode five, I believe it is, The New Girl? Remember he was going to give it to uh, was Katie? Was that an espresso machine or a Starbucks Oh, uh, I forget. I didn't know if it was like continuity or not. Because I'm like, wait, that's like the, I mean, the episode it's with the purse girl. It's hot girl. Hot girl, yeah. It's very possible. But, um... So now he says that he goes down there to dance from time to time to let out his stress. Um, So Michael's up in the office and he's asking if anybody would like to go to lunch with him. And uh, Dwight, I love, is holding a Scrinch and Wilkesbury Yankees mug. And uh, Jim and Pam are like, oh, we're leaving early to meet with our contractor, so we can't. And Michael explains that at the Michael Scott Paper Company, he ate lunch with his employees every day. But Dunder Mifflin has this weird unspoken rule that went into effect when he became manager, <laughs> that the employees can't eat lunch with the manager. So he's sitting in his office, he bites into the sandwich, and he goes, so I eat lunch alone, might as well be dinner. <laughs> like, so sad. It's depressing. So sad. So now Aaron finds a map to Youngstown, Ohio, in the printer. 
So Dwight announces this to the whole office and asks he's who it is. Well, he's like, there's no reason somebody would be going to a courthouse because it's like to the Superior Court in Youngstown, Ohio. If they were not trying to get their learner's permit early at age 14 and a half instead of 15, which <laughs> it's 16 in Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, And he's like, or criminal proceeding or something like that. So we find out that Jim and Pam are going to Youngstown, Ohio to get married because it's the closest place without a three-day waiting period for the marriage license. And also weddings are expensive, both of which I can attest to. <laughs> so now Erin goes downstairs and she finds Michael there. And he he's dancing and he explains, oh, you can come down here anytime you want. The door is always open because the lock's broken, uh, which I thought was really like, geeky, but it was funny mm-hmm. to me. Um, so Michael explains that he has created a place to relax, a daytime disco with coffee, a cafe disco, if you will. Mm. And now Kevin and Michael are the only ones down there after he invited everybody down. And Angela comes in. She yells at Kevin for being down there. She's like, I'm still on hold. You said you were going to get the answer and then come right back up. And Michael goes, hey, respect the lay. <laughs> Kevin's like, yeah, respect the lay. <laughs> and there's a, a flower lay. On the shower head. <laughs> in the corner, yeah. And um, so now Michael tries to entice Kevin to stay because Angela's like, let's go, Kevin, blah, blah, blah. They end up treating him like a fucking dog. Well, she's like, come here, Kevin. He's like, I have a cookie, Kevin. She goes, there's no cookie, Kevin. She goes, come, Kevin. Come, yeah. like, seriously, like dog commands. Yeah. And Michael's holding out his fist like he has a biscuit in it. <laughs> and yep. Kevin, Kevin, of course, is like... The dog is trying to listen to two masters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking so hilarious. Now, Michael explains that he now knows what the founders of Philip Morris felt like. He just wanted to give somebody a smooth, fun way to relax, and then you're a terrible monster. <laughs> That's great. Which is amazing. For those of you who don't know, Philip Morris uh, owns like every cigarette company. Yeah, they're big, big in the cigarette world. Yeah. You, you know Tobacca. about them. Tobacco. You know about them. So, um, <laughs> anyway, Michael <laughs> then holds the speaker up to the vents. And in the office, everybody can hear, everybody dance now. And everybody starts to, like, groove a little bit and everything. And Phyllis tells Bob, like, well, she you goes see, to- she's like, screw it, I'm going down. And then she stops in at Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. And you young see, Phyllis is there. Essentially. <laughs> so a voluptuous woman with glasses and a short haircut. It literally is Phyllis 20 years younger. Yeah. And um, she's like, oh, I just want to stick my head in. She's like, oh, he's on a phone call. She's like, let's just take a second. She goes, it's really important. I don't think you should interrupt him. Very important refrigeration matters. Yeah. (laughs) And Phyllis is kind of like looking her up and down like, okay, well, tell him I'm going to be downstairs in the supply closet between X, Y, and Z. (laughs) And uh, yeah, if he wants to come down and dance with me there, uh, that's where I'll be. So now Michael is surprised when Phyllis arrives and they start dancing and she almost immediately throws out her back. Yeah, she like tries to do this John Travolta move or something. Yeah. It's very emphatic. Yeah. So now Dwight uh, runs down. You see him running through the halls. Michael ended up texting him and Michael says that nobody will want to go in if Phyllis is on the floor writhing around. <laughs> and then he notices the camera and he goes, and more importantly, we need to get her medical attention. And more importantly. <laughs> yeah. So now Michael and Dwight are wheeling her in an office chair up into the office. And Dwight takes her into the conference room and he's going to care for her. And she's like, I thought you were taking me to the hospital. And he goes, are you mad, woman? You go to the hospital to get sick. <laughs> so now Michael admits that she did hurt herself having fun. And he's like, you all took a life here. The life of the party. And now you hear Phyllis and Dwight. Boom. boom and they're like, ah! And Dwight shuts all the blinds in the conference room. And he walks out in only a wife beater in his pants. And he goes, I need two able-bodied men. (laughs) So Michael tells Aaron, go shut down Cafe Disco. Throws her the keys. And she goes down and she's trying to clean everything up. And Kelly comes over and she like shuts the lights down like half half the lights off, I Mm -hmm. guess. And they start the music and they start dancing. And then... The Vance Refrigeration gentleman that sold Michael the Caprese salad. <laughs> yeah. um, this guy with his greaser hair. No, it's amazing. <laughs> I don't even know what to make of it's it. Fan fucking tastic. He walks by with a sandwich and he's like, he, you just see him stop and he watches them dance for a minute and then he walks outside and he goes to his other 
drug dealer, crazy <laughs> salad dealer. And he's like, yo, there's girls in there. He's like, what do you mean there's there's girls in there? They're dancing in there. And he goes, where's my sandwich? He goes, forget the sandwich. There's girls. <laughs> and like they go in and they start dancing with them. Mm-hmm. So now Michael is eating lunch again. Uh, oh, sorry. Never mind. Oh. Rewind. Oh, Jim. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because uh, then Dwight is cutting off Phyllis's shirt. And um, she's like, Dwight, stop doing that. And he's like, oh, please, it wasn't doing you any favors. <laughs> the horrible top. Oh, my God. And he's like, from my assessment, I can tell that you grind your teeth. And she goes, I do. And then it's a talking head of him in the kitchen. He's like, no, does she does. I sit three feet away from her. It's the most annoying sound in the world. It's so like then, children singing Christmas yeah. carols. <laughs> Further solidifying my theory that Dwight is the Grinch. <laughs> he's Krampus. 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 Yeah, he's very German. Yes. So now Jim is outside on the side of the building picking some wildflowers to give to Pam. Um, and then we see Andy, Kelly, Aaron, Oscar, and the Vance Delivery guys inside Cafe Disco dancing. This n- Another woman shows up and Aaron's like, oh my god, Ashley, I'm so happy you could make it. And Oscar's just like, you invited people here? <laughs> And um, so then Andy and Kelly get into a dance-off. Yes. So now Creed walks out of the men's room eating a chicken wing. I love it. I love it. He's eating in the bathroom. Yeah. And Michael's sitting in the kitchen. He's just like, Cafe Disco is dead, but I can still hear the music in my head. Creed's like, yeah, me too, boss. And then Michael realizes that it's still going on. Mm -hmm. Now Dwight is still helping Phyllis, and he's explaining that it's a family remedy. He's massaging her. Yeah. And then he starts explaining off camera, or uh, away from Phyllis. That uh, it's passed down from generation to generation for horses. Yeah, he's treating her like a like a race. And then horse. he feeds ca- uh, a Phyllis a carrot <laughs> like a horse, and she eats it. And he's like, "Whoa, girl, whoa!" <laughs> so now there's more people that are joining in in cafe disco. Angela walks down, and Michael's like, "Oh my god, Angela, come on and dance." She's like, "I did not come down here to get wet and wild." <laughs> wet. Oh my god. Which um. And then Michael's like, come on, Angela, dance one song. And she goes, I just don't like the general spirit of music. <laughs> what a quote. Like, that is, oh, God, that is such a great quote. Yes. That's it's so I mean. underrated. Like, <laughs> I know everybody makes fun of me for saying, like, I basically just read the lines from the show. But, like, some of them, like, gyms like that are so underrated. She wants to be miserable. Yeah. So now Dwight is rubbing the oil from the fur of an otter that makes it waterproof <laughs> or water-resistant onto Phyllis's back and says that she needs to sit there and let it dry for at least an hour. And that's when she's like, I can't wait an hour. And he's like, whoa, girl. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, girl. <laughs> he, like, pets her. Yeah. <laughs> so now Creed brought in a disco ball from, uh, from his car, and he goes, boss, this was in my car, but it totally belongs here. Now I just won't know who's behind me. <laughs> he's using view. it as his rearview mirror. <laughs> um Andy is using a chair in his dance off. Andy is so annoying here. He's like trying to do like something for like bring it on or what is it? Is that uh, the cheerleader? Flash dance, no, the cheerleader movie. Oh yeah, you yeah, know yeah. like how they get in each other's faces. And yeah, shit? like those dance off movies where like people take it to like, the street. Look at this and like he, step up to the street. He's like Channing Tatum or something. Mm-hmm. And it's so stupid. Like yeah. his face, God, he's so fucking punchable. I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, this is like a, like a whatever episode. Like everybody's happy and dancing, and I'm like. I'm angry. Aww. I still want to punch Andy's fucking face. I guess you will not be watching the new Netflix movie with him in it called Kareem, Coffee and Kareem. I doubt I will. I, uh, wait, Kareem, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Kareem is the name. Yeah, Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No, it's bas- not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, it's not a basketball movie? No. Oh, well, that's a bummer. But my husband and I watched it the other day when it just came out. And it was really funny. Was it? Yeah, it actually was. He was like, Ed Helms is like, he was okay on The Daily Show. He was better than, like, other guys. Like, I don't know if you remember back in the day, like, when Vance DeGeneres and Steve Carell and Mo Rocca. I remember Mo Rocca and... Mo Rocca's, like, the Steve least corny Carell. dude. Mo Rocca's like, I wear these glasses and therefore I am an intellectual. Like, yeah. no, you're fucking not funny and you're really boring as fuck. Like, people with those glasses are the most boring people in the world. Shit. They wear them as personalities. And, like, I mean, uh, what's his name? Was Colbert was okay and then he yeah. became unbearable. The funny thing is Car- or Colbert is, like, a character is really funny colbert is colbert like as who he is he's fu- another guy he's boring he's like rote everything he does is like oh yeah that would like i can pr- i can fucking see your jokes coming from five miles away you're really not a good comedian Shit. you're a good character <clears throat> but but anyway as i was getting back to this um 
Where was I going with Andy's this? Oh, Andy Bernard. Bernard. Okay, so Ed, we're going to talk about Ed Helms for a second. Okay. He was okay on The Daily Show. I enjoyed him. Though. I don't remember him on The Daily Show. He was. Show. He was there for like three years. Really? He really was. And he was okay on it. And like I saw him in a few movies like uh, Jeff, who stays at, or lives at home, with okay. him and Jason Siegel. Is that his name? Seagal? And Susan Sarandon is okay, their mom. I don't. I didn't see. It's that actually one. okay. He's good in that. He's good in the Hangover movies for what he is. Mm-hmm. But like on this show, as Andy Bernard, I can't fucking stand him. And I don't even know how to describe it. Like I see his face in this episode, and it's the only thing that I loathe. Mm. Like the rest of this episode is like butter. It kind of flows by. Like there's nothing at stake. It's yeah. just watch people act like weirdos. And like okay, I can do that. This is okay. But, like, Ed Helms pisses me off in this show. And See, he didn't... I didn't even mind him, really, in this episode, because it was so minor. It's minor, but, like, it sticks out when, like, everybody else... Because he just chews the scenery, I think. Yeah. It's like, everybody else is doing things within character, and, like, they're in... Like, they're doing things... Like, yeah. Kevin... There's a part with Kevin coming up. Yeah. Where that is, like, a scene steal. Yeah. But it works. Like, Ed Helms is just... Or Andy Bernard... We'll separate it. It's just like sucking all the oxygen out of like whatever frame he's in. Yeah. And that's what bothers me is like this is so overbearing. The other everybody else makes it work. He's just like, ugh. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> just okay. raging and just raging about it. So anyway, um, then we go back up to Dwight and Phyllis and she's like, No, Dwight, I can't stay here. And but they were talking about snakes like, oh, I think the rattlers way yeah, scary. Talking about animals, like Yeah. And then she's like, I'm afraid Bob's going to cheat on me with his new secretary. And then she starts laughing. Like, oh, when I say it out loud, it seems so silly. And Dwight just is like, well, yeah. We're going to talk about this at the end. Okay. I got things. I got questions. All right. So then Jim and Pam are getting ready to leave. He's waiting for her outside the bathroom with their flowers while she's getting changed, I guess. Into a gown. She's yeah. like a pink gown. Well, no. She had the dress on. She just had a cardigan over uh, it. Typical Pam. Yeah. <laughs> she loves her cardigans and so do I, girlfriend. Right there with you. Snap, Solidarity. Snap, snap, snap. Solidarity, girl. <laughs> um, now, as they leave, Stanley's in his desk asleep. Like, <laughs> out. passed out. Like when you had the creature from the Black, black yeah, Lagoon helmet Exactly. Up. So they are, they get out of the elevator and they can hear the music and they're like, we should probably stop by. So now Phyllis and Dwight also show up at the same time, like, because Pam and Jim go in, they start dancing, like, Michael's so pumped that they're there, they're happy to be there. Phyllis and Dwight show up, Bob Vance is there waiting for Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis. (laughs) And he goes, can I dance, can I steal my wife? And he goes, you cannot, Dwight's. He says, you cannot steal what is legally yours. <laughs> he owns her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The old German ways. Yes. So now the YMCA is playing. Everybody's really enjoying them themselves. And that's when Pam and Jim realize that they really do want a big wedding. They mm-hmm. want the cheesy. They like the cheesy. Um, and now Michael goes over to Angela and he's like, Angela, come on, just dance. She's like, no, I'm fine right here. And um, he sees her like kind of tapping her foot. And he's just like, all right, I won this one. Mm-hmm. I won. And we also see, I think you might have missed it. I think I did, because when you said Kevin had a yeah. scene stealer, I was like, Ste- scene, scene stealer. stealer. So I was like, huh? when everybody first gets there, like uh, <laughs> Aaron's friend and everything, we see in the background, Kevin is with Lynn from the Blood Drive episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow dancing. Yeah. He's slow dancing. And then there's another point. I think it's right before Phyllis gets in, or maybe during the YMCA. She shoves him against the wall and starts eating face with it. Like, she's making out with Kevin. You I know, missed that. You missed that? He's up against the wall. His arm goes out, and she's like, Ugh. They're, like, I making totally out hard. Oh, that. yeah, they're making out hard. Oh, my God. And it, it, the camera's, like, right at it. You didn't notice? No. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it It's fucking again. crazy. Like, they're just animals. Oh, my God. It's so great. But, um, yeah, so that, that that's the end of the episode, except for the closer. Here. Yeah, the little closing part. Kelly is piercing Andy's ear, and Andy asks if it's the gay ear. And she goes, oh my god, what are you, 12? When I was 12, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. In, like, 1999, you're yeah. like, whoa, whoa, wait, what What ear means that I'm gay? Yeah. Like, because you're so, like, stupid. Well, okay. yeah, when you're so young like that, I mean, it's stupid. But um, <laughs> then she puts something on his ear. She's like, one, two, three, and he starts screaming. She goes, Andy, that was the ice. Yeah, she's trying to numb it. And that was, that was it. Yep. Why was she piercing his ear? Because they had such a good time. Like, they were partying. Like, it was like almost like it was a fucking rave. 
to them. So weird. Yeah. The gay ear thing kind of blew my mind, though, because that was one thing, like I said, when I was 12, Mm -hmm. like, guys would make jokes or something like that. And then, like, from 1999 onward, I don't think I ever heard an allusion to that Mm -mm. until I watched this episode today. (laughs) And I'm like, watching it, I'm like, holy Holy shit, shit. that was a thing people used to say. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, but if you can think about it, though, like, okay, so Andy Bernard is, like, 10 years behind. Oh, yeah, he was, like, in, like, 1985. Yeah, that totally makes sense. But, But, so, what'd you give this one? What did you give it? 3.4. I gave it 3.9. Okay. Now, I have a... I have a question that maybe I have been oblivious to certain subtleties in the show. Okay. Has there has there been anything with Phyllis and Bob before this episode? Like Valentine's that Day? That she's worried about him oh. cheating. No. It was just two seconds she met his secretary and she's worried about it. And then she spills it to Dwight. Like, this was weird. I think that she knows that he has a type. And he's she. We just never knew sees, that before, though. No, but if but as soon as we saw her, what was the comparison we drew? Oh yeah, yeah. She's well, yeah, a younger obviously. Phyllis. Yeah. So if he loves Phyllis, he got a younger version of her to sit outside of his office. It just seems. I think it just think started and ended in five minutes. That's yeah. the thing. It was just. But like, I think everybody, well, at least women, like if my husband was to go out and find a twenty-year-old woman who. Looked and and looked like me and enjoyed similar things as me. I would be like, uh, excuse me, what is going on there? Why did you find somebody who's literally me ten years ago? It was just weird. It was just weird. That's no, all. No, it was kind of because there was misplaced. no because the last time we saw Bob and Phyllis, they were they fucking were in a public it restroom, in a handicap stall. Yeah, yeah, so like it's like there's no build up like that. She yeah. had any kind of inkling. And then she just dances with him and she's okay. Maybe it's just because she's so used to having access to him and the secretary is like, I really don't think it's a good idea. I guess. It's just we. It was kind of a non sequitur in this yeah. show. Um, otherwise, it's just Michael dancing, people dancing. Uh, it's pretty much the long and short but of But Michael one. got his wish that Cafe Disco lived and everybody enjoyed it. And, okay, Jim and Pam made the wrong decision. No, yes they did. Guys, you fucking drive you fucking drive to Ohio, you get it over with, you fucking put a bullet in no, that. No, don't I hate it when people say just get it over with. Because it's not Because you're gonna to, spend the rest of your life together. Not, getting over with means making it quote unquote legal. No, it's not something to get it over with. Making it legal is also a choice to have a lifelong commitment. Because my husband when we were planning the wedding, he was just like, I can't wait to get this over with and do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, well, it's not getting it over with. And he goes, I don't mean it like that. He goes, at the time, we were together almost nine years. And he mm-hmm. goes, I just want to be married already. He goes, I don't care about the wedding. I want to be married to you. Just get over, like, make it official is basically what it means. Like, they're going to be married. I know, but there's a better way to say it than just get it over with. Because it is something to say. Well, they're doing the wrong thing because now but she's going to have to get that job at Target. And she's going to have to pay off the fucking money. But it wedding. is something to be celebrated. That's okay. what I think. I think that 95% of people I've ever talked to regret having a wedding. You know what's really funny is that my husband is part of the 5%. He's the only one. That, he's the only male I've ever met who doesn't regret. It was just like, yeah, it was blood. I mean, he didn't do much with it. No, but he loved it, though. I mean, He enjoyed I, the party. Yeah. I, You're the no, one who had to put all the shit together. I though. planned it, but I also planned it with him because I would never do something that he wouldn't like. So, like, I made sure I was like, these are the colors I like. What do you think? And he did have input. He might not have gone out and searched it out. Okay. But he did have input. It's the only male I've ever met who's just like, your wedding's great. Yeah, he enjoyed the shit out of it. Everybody else I've ever met is just like, fucking horrible. We could have gone to, like, Alaska or something. Everybody's (laughs) like, we could have done so much better. Like, I don't even remember it. Like, I I had to go around and shake people's hands and shit. Like, you become a politician at a wedding. Yeah, you do. It's fucking stupid. So, Jim and Pam... Thumbs down on the bad decision. Because she's all because she got wrapped up in the YMCA. That's the only reason. He did too. No, no. Jim's the worst dancer, by the way. He just bopped around at one point. Well, he's gumby. Yeah, he's very strange. Boom, roasted. Like Oscar was like jiving in the show. Like Jim's just jumping up. Like he's the guy who dances. Gumby has a better body. (laughs) Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. But overall, it was just like a good... It was fun. It was all right. Yeah, I There's said really it was nothing fun. To talk it was about. enjoyable. It wasn't really in line with the rest of the season, but it was still a fun episode. It's whatever. So, uh, do you want to talk about anything else? 
No, I'm done on that one. But Kevin, <laughs> why don't you take this opportunity to put us over? Yes. So, guys, listen to this. You can find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. Or if you have longer thoughts, questions, concerns, comments, what have you. Tell Kevin he's wrong about dinner party again. <laughs> you can send uh, an email to us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. That's all one word. Brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. So that's how you get in contact with us. That's how you talk to us. That's how you tell us what's up, what's going on. Mm -hmm. If you want us to read the feedback on the show, we'd be more than happy to uh, give you real-time feedback during this portion of the show. Mm -hmm. Also, I think it's, you know, we're not begging. We're not begging anybody for anything. No, but it would be really nice. It'd be really awesome if you shared us around. Yeah. If you told your friends... Uh, your co-workers in quarantine send them, <laughs> send them a Zoom video where you're like, yo, I'm listening to this podcast and there's this brother and this sister and they kind of bicker and then they kind of tell jokes and then I don't get most of the jokes because I think they're inside and I'm pretty <laughs> sure Mary flips them off and we can't see it half the time. So like, yeah, you know, tell people you well, like the Well, if that was their thoughts, they'd be right. Yes. So if you like The Office, if you like our show, we would greatly appreciate you sharing us around, letting people hear more of us. We would really appreciate it and we would be very grateful if more people got to listen to us because we think we have a fun show we enjoy producing it and we'd love to share it with more people also you can find our podcast on the jenny position feed so if you want to subscribe to that at any of your podcatcher apps that you uh prefer to use you can find it there you can find other podcasts such as geek and sassy talk and pop journey through infinity and much much more that you can listen to and it's good stuff, good people, a lot of entertaining and interesting uh, content over at the Jenny position. Mm-hmm. So, we've wrapped that up. We're going to move on to Season 5, Episode 28, the finale. Company Picnic! Yes, I'm going to take a swig of my drink right now. Okay. And to rev up, to say something. So, guys, I mean, Season 5, we're finally closing it out. We want to know what your thoughts are. Hit us up, again, like Kevin said, on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. Tell us what you guys thought. I mean, I love this season. I think I, it this was has so been the best long. Season. It was so long yeah. ago that I don't remember if I said season four or season five was my favorite. Season five is much better. But I can say that unequivocally. Yeah, but yeah. it's so it's taken a long time to get through these rewatch episodes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So here's company picnic. The cold open. Michael is sleeping. Lights off in the office. Everybody's being quiet. Mm-hmm. And Jim says he ate a whole family size chicken pot pie for lunch and we see michael like leaving the kitchen with it it's massive but he ate it and crashed he just like passed the fuck out so jim and everyone they put the clocks ahead they go in they fix his watch the computer dwight has a horse doctor appointment so he's okay with it yeah the one time that he's okay with leaving early so he changes the clock in mike's car Mm -hmm. and so aaron turns on the light and everybody starts laughing oh so michael comes out he's like oh what's so funny everybody and they're like, you had to be yeah. there. And so, he goes, oh, geography joke. <laughs> so then he looks up, he sees the clock. It's five o'clock. He's like, oh, everybody, we got to get, let's go. It's five o'clock. Oh, God. So we see everybody going to their cars. Michael pulls out. They all wave goodbye. And then like the Ewoks when the Death Star explodes, they all start celebrating, high-fiving. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight does finger guns to the yeah. camera. Everybody's excited they got out early. So we open the show proper up at the Dunder Mifflin Company picnic. Jim and Pam, uh, they waltz in. They just want to come in, say hi, and leave because, you know, they're too cool for it. Mm-hmm. They're always too cool for shit. Aww. So Dwight is there with his friend Rolf. And he says that he met him at a shoe store. He asked for a shoe that would increase his speed and leave no tracks. Yeah. <laughs> very, very Shrute-esque. Uh, we see Holly arriving with AJ, her boyfriend. And Which, I'm sorry. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah. They wouldn't allow the HR rep to work with the, or to date the manager, but she can date somebody that she actually has pullover. That is a massive plot hole that I was going to bring up, and I'm the glad you did fuck. first. Yeah, that that is a massive plot hole in this whole thing. Like, we're going to transfer you seven hours away because you can't date the boss that you're on the same level as, yeah. but somebody who you can put, dis- like, through disciplinary action... Yeah, you can fuck him. I didn't see the... <laughs> the weird thing is I didn't think about it in the Nashua episode. Yeah. But, like, when I was watching this, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Because it, it, it doesn't make any sense at all. Not at all. And because co- they're holding hands flaunting. Yeah, and like, Wallace David Wallace, like, get the fuck over here and look at this shit. 
So Michael goes and greets them. It's awkward, of course. He hugs both of them to show no favoritism. And uh, he asks them if they want anything to drink. And AJ says he'll have iced tea. And Michael says, you can go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a big, like, he's like, it's a joke. So he goes to go get them drinks. Like a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So there's a talking head where he says he has bullet points prepared to tell Holly at the perfect moment why they belong together. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles greets Jim and Pam, and of course he's still a dick to Jim. Yo, he's like, oh yeah, must be uh, nice to get rest from your rest. <laughs> and it's like, wow, you really do hate Jim, yeah, he has even a, though he pulled out for you. He has a massive heart on for Jim. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, so Dwight is going over volleyball strategy in the lineup for the tournament with all the branches. I wonder if he has such a thing for Jim. Maybe David told Charles... Like, oh, Jim's, like, a great guy. Like, he spoke highly of Jim to Charles. So he's, like... So Charles is trying to, like, swat him down. Gotcha. He's, like, yo, you're not going to usurp me. Like, he's protecting his spot. Yeah, because he sucked David's ass the whole time he was there. (laughs) So, like, you know what I mean, though? Yeah, he's he's territorial. Yeah. Gotcha. So Andy wants to be by Aaron in the lineup. That's the Mm -hmm. big thing. And Dwight, Dwight... Either doesn't get it or he's playing coy. I'd say he's playing coy. Yeah, because they already talked about, you <laughs> yeah. know, the blood yeah, rushing. That's another to thing. The... That was like four episodes ago. They haven't been friends since. Yeah, the blood <laughs> rushing to the tip of your penis. <laughs> I felt it too. So AJ and Holly are with Michael. And he's, AJ tells him they're designing a house. Oh, yeah, because Holly's like, no, nothing's going on. He's like, uh, yeah, we're designing a home. <laughs> Very odd. So uh, Michael tells them his chair pants idea. Pants with a chair built in so you could just sit down at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Michael and Holly go to rehearse. And we find out that Wallace authorized them to do a comedy sketch on the history of Dunder Mifflin. It's Wallace's own fault. It is. He should have known. Yeah. So Aaron screws up during the game and Andy does his typical freak out like, Ah! Are yeah. you blind? Like, you know, he can't control his rage. And she's like kind of like, oh. like you know. Yeah. So he pretends to be asking the guy on the other side of the net from the other branch. Are you blind, sir? Because he's wearing sunglasses. The guy goes, these are expensive Ray-Bans, jackass. (laughs) But can we just go back? So when Dwight is doing the lineup, he's like, we don't want a similar incident to Jim's old spider in the mitt like last year. Oh, yeah. And he's like, just the way that Jim was like, I could have died. I looked it up when I got home. Yeah, he's very defensive about it. He, like, he fucked up. He, is. he acted like a little girl with a spider. That's essentially what we're getting. But I like I don't know why, but it just tickled me the way he was like I look I could have died. I looked it up when I got home. Like it reminded me of us. <laughs> of our brother. Yes. Our brother. That's exactly something he would have yep. said. <laughs> <laughs> so the best part about this is like it it, does, it comes into relief later on, but like Rolf is the coach of their volleyball yeah. team. <laughs> Which is very bizarre. Um, so Kevin misses a ball, and Andy and Dwight start ripping him. They won't rip uh, Aaron, but they'll go after him. So Phyllis is sitting on the ground because she's tired. <laughs> Dwight's, like, all exasperated about that. And he starts calling the woman on the other side. He's like, you're touching the net. That's our point. Yeah. Like, he's one of those stickler, super uh, intense competitive The guys. other brother. Yes. He is Oz, who you all have met on uh, <laughs> episode 21, I think it was, of the podcast. So, Pam, she starts serving, like, great, she's hitting him. She gets to serve, and Dwight goes over and goes, Pam, what, like, what hand, or what side are you? What hand are you? And he goes, never mind. What hand do you use to answer the phone? (laughs) It's so dismissive. And she goes, get away, Dwight. And she starts hitting aces, and it turns out she played in college, and high school, and junior high. She's a, a... and a, volleyball summers mo- can't most oh, summers. It's, you know what's more cringy than Michael doing Michael stuff is Pam trying to act hip. Yep. It's like that whole soccer mom vibe. Because yep. she's wearing a visor. Oh, my she God. Is. She's so fucking horrible. <laughs> oh God, she's the worst. So Michael and Holly are sitting in the grass going over. And Michael goes, oh, I brought a snack. And it's chocolate-covered strawberries. <laughs> and like he's looking at her. He's the look of love. We'll yeah. Say. So Phyllis fakes an injury. And runs off the field. Yeah, she runs. Yeah, and Rolf sends in Meredith, who is wearing Daisy Dukes and with her shirt. a shirt tied up in the midriff. Oh, God, it is horrifying. Again, Kate Flannery is doing everything in her power to make herself unattractive. Unappealing is all fun. <laughs> so Angela like, got shafted because she wanted to go in. Yeah, she's like, Rolf, Rolf, did you not hear me? And his quote, I don't hear cheaters, tramps, or women who break my friend's heart. <laughs> and like, she like looks to Dwight, and Dwight does that yeah, side eye thing like, 
That's what you get. I will not stick up for you. So, Mike and Holly are now lying in the grass. Like, God. like Annie and Padme on the on Naboo. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop Do you it. remember the fields of Naboo, Annie? Oh, my God. <laughs> so they're lying there and they're going over ideas. Like they want to incorporate Back to the Future or Jaws. Yeah. And they're like tittering and laughing with each other. And Michael still looks in love. Yeah. So. And I'm sorry, but you cannot tell me that Holly does not have the slightest idea. Well, I mean. This girl's a hoe. The fact that she did the whole thing like, oh, we don't have anything going on and they're designing a house. Like, yeah. she's playing a, you know. So, my, uh, Scranton is in another round of the volleyball tournament. And Wallace and Charles, this is the highlight of the episode. Wallace and Charles are on the sideline saying they're going to crush them. Yeah. The Scranton team. And Rolf just fucking blows no. up. <laughs> they're going to wipe their asses with your serves and piss all over your faces. <laughs> it's just like the, this fucking psychosexual babble. Like, he just explodes. And everyone's like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 Ralph, 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 Ralph it's okay, it's okay. It's so great. And then Toby and Kendall yep. are on the side and they're basically tortoises. Oh Remember what God. Ephraim did last year at the retreat? That, that was, was so funny. <laughs> There's no, I don't think they even laughed. Did no, they? they're just like, they're just like, huh, just that like was funny. low groans. Uh, so Jim and Dwight, they team up with a spike at the end, and then they, they hug. They hug, and then they get weirded out. You know, yep. they're like, oh. Yeah. So Wallace is on on a stage now. Everybody is gathered around this stage, and he welcomes everyone and introduces Michael and Holly. To do a, uh, a sketch. A sketch. Well, he, well, says, he said a song, a song. And then he's like, it's a sketch now. Yeah. So they run out. and they're But gonna... I love how he goes, I have not seen this. <laughs> yeah. He, the disclaimer. <laughs> so they get up there and they say they're going to do Slum Dunder Mifflin Air. Mm-hmm. A takeoff of Slumdog Millionaire. Have you seen that? I've never seen I it. I have never seen it. So this falls flat with me. Yep. To put it mildly, it makes. Like, I, I get I the premise. Get the I get the premise, but like. I think this is done for cringe well, factor anyway. You know Slumdog Millionaire, he answers questions like on a who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, I, I know that part. But the way that he knows the answers, like they do background after every question to show him like why he knows the answer. That sounds like a lame Because he's like movie. an uneducated... Street rat? Yeah. <laughs> he's Aladdin? <laughs> Riff rat, street rat. <laughs> so, I don't buy that. All right, all right, we're done, Scuttle. Um... <laughs> The face you just—you're such a dick. <laughs> I'm being a dick today. He so is. They start off with the question because they do the whole millionaire thing. Where did Dunder meet Mifflin? And they go through the Dartmouth College toothbrush, brushing their teeth. Yeah, toothbrush. Never. So it was uh, used like three times. Michael doing this very uncomfortable Asian, very um, bad. Af- or not African, Indian accent. Yeah. Like oh ah, like I don't even know how to describe it. I it's, do not know. Yeah, it, it's. It's, it's very offensive. It's it's not as good as Pig, but yeah, it's, it's offensive. Thank God. But he's doing that, and like he gets the answer right, and then Holly starts like torturing him. Yeah, he's like, ah, I was there. I was a tour guide. Yeah, and then they do a reenactment of Dunder meeting Mifflin, and it's weird. It's very strange. And then they sit down and do another one. Yeah, a suicide question because Dunder committed oh, suicide. Yeah. How did he commit suicide? With a rope, a gun, a knife. Toothbrush. Or a toothbrush. Yeah. And Stanley is like laughing. They show him in the <laughs> He's like, this is fantastic. So Holly asks the next question about which branch is going to close next. For $500,000. And Michael just answers. He doesn't even do the voice. He goes, Buffalo, final answer. Mm-hmm. And like everybody's like, oh, what, what? And well, because they go like Utica, Albany, Scranton. Buffalo, Scranton. But as they say every branch, you see a different color t-shirt. Like, what? Yeah, they're all wearing the t-shirts to signify what branch they yeah. are. And Buffalo is orange. They're in the front row. <laughs> buffalo sauce. Get it? <laughs> Fuck Buffalo. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Mike and Holly thought everybody knew that Buffalo was closing. So Wallace yeah. comes out. And he confirms it very like awkwardly. He's like, "We're at a picnic, guys." Yeah. So he, so we see him reaming out Holly and Mike because he told Mike th- that in confidence. Why is he confiding in Michael? There's, There's no reason. Oh to. god, it makes no sense. So now he has to go and talk to these families and shit yeah. like that. One and, little boy asked, "Is my daddy gonna have a job at Christmas?" And Michael goes, "Well, he's just thinking about himself. He's <laughs> he, thinking about his toys. He just wants the presents." So, the finals of the volleyball tournament is Scranton versus New York versus Corporate, who, of course, are wearing black like the villains they they're, are. Yeah, I was going to say, they're so sinister. And Charles is getting in Jim's face. Really heavily. Oh, yeah, like douchey. Uh, Kevin misses a point, and Angela starts, like, reaming him out. 
And Rolf goes, because she because Kevin was doing doing the oh, score. Oh yeah, and she's like, "Is that too much accounting for you, Kevin?" And, and Rolf goes, "Well, here's some accounting: one fiance plus one lover equals one tra- or one, one whore. whore." And that's when like Dwight, you know, is Dwight calls like, off his dogs. Yeah, he's like, "That's enough, Rolf. Calm down." And like they, Angela smiles like, "Oh, Dwight, thank you." Mm-hmm. So Pam falls down. And she gets up, but Charles is being a dick, like, oh, you have to have that looked at. That's a work injury now. Oh, like, yeah. And I, I would be like, oh, really, Charles? You want yeah. workman's comp to pay this shit out? <laughs> so Wallace and uh, Charles are, like, pushing them to go get it checked out. So Dwight- Not so much. I feel like David is kind of just like, all right, he's making valid points, even though he's being a douche about <laughs> it. Like, you probably should. I love that Dwight says, there's a small hospital a few kilometers yeah. from there. Using kilometers. And so Jim, like, takes her to the hospital, and he says, stall them. So Dwight's going to stall. He drop kicks the fucking ball into the woods and then saunters to get it. Uh, Mike and Holly are sitting on the side talking about the sketch now. And Mike thinks it went well. Yeah. She's skeptical. She's like, there weren't many laughs, except for Stanley. Yeah, (laughs) Stanley had, like, that mixed drink. He had, like, a tropical drink in his hand. He loved it. So Mike wants to tell her. You could tell she knows her look. And he just says that they have good material for next year. And she goes, I can't wait. Mm -hmm. They're both, like, feeding off each other's energy and shit. Uh, So Jim is in the hospital now, and he tells Dwight to keep stalling. Mm -hmm. He's on the phone with him. Uh, Pam is going back for an x-ray. So uh, AJ and Holly are leaving the picnic, and Mike says goodbye to them. And he does a talking head where he says, today was about having today. One of the cup, we're going to be one of the couples with a long story for how we got together, and this is going to happen. It's going, things are going to happen through the years. She's going to see somebody, I'm going to see somebody, but it's going to end up being perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm in no rush. Like basically, he's all romantic and sentimental at this point about everything. About a woman who's walking away to build a with, house another, with man. another man, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, Wallace tells Dwight to put in, put in the subs mm-hmm. for the game, and so he calls Jim. Jim's on the phone with him in the hospital. And Jim runs into the exam room with Pam and the doctor. And, of course, for no reason adequately explained, his microphone doesn't work. It just shuts off when he goes in that room. And him and Pam... Well, maybe HIPAA because they were going in to get the update on her medical condition. I don't know. I don't know about that. It might be because of HIPAA. Because you don't know... Michael went to a rehab facility with Meredith and it was on... But they never released anything like that. They talked about her alcoholism. That's not a medical condition. It's not? What? Is it? Is it not? Addiction is a disease. Oh, well, addiction. Yeah, but she's not. She didn't admit to being alcoholic. All right. So, uh, but Jim runs in, and him and Pam, like, light up, and they embrace, and he's all giddy and everything. And he runs out, and he calls Dwight back and says they won't make it back to put in the subs. And he gets, he's all giggly, and he runs back in, and they hug. He's got tears in his eyes. Yeah, he's like, oh, my God. (laughs) And that's that. So that's the that episode. season finale. What'd you give it? I gave it a 4.0. 4.3. Okay. Because of Rolf. Yeah, Rolf. Rolf is the fucking man. <laughs> They're going to wipe the fucking asses with this You're going to piss in your face. <laughs> it's so fucking insane. It's so insane. I love it. Uh, but this episode, I'm trying to... Okay, so I know the basis of this one is the Michael and Holly thing. Mm-hmm. I still don't get how Michael can be so incompetent, <laughs> to put it mildly. Uh, what do you think about the Michael Holly situation? Your- it was kind of like awkward for me because, like, well, she's sitting there. Shoot, number one, she's like wearing a skirt. They're sitting in the grass. She knows that he's still in love with she's her. She's eating chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah, and she's like, "What do you have planned for us today?" Like the way she's speaking to him is not how Holly spoke to him. At work, mm-hmm. like when they work together, she's a little breathy. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "So, what do you have planned for us today, Mike?" And the and the looks they're shooting each other. Yeah, yeah. It's f- kind of like when Kelly was like trying to hit on Charles, and she's like, "Why are you staying in Scranton?" <laughs> like, it quite like that was the same feeling to yeah, me. Everybody's trying to be like on their best behavior. Yeah, I I don't know what to make of it because like I know that we're supposed to see that, like the the talking head Michael does at the end when he's all. You know, we're yeah. gonna make it. It's gonna be a long story, and we're you know it's gonna take a long time to get there. But I know that she's the one, and all that. Like I know we're supposed to feel like that is like romantic and yeah. beautiful and everything. But he looks like such a fucking idiot because he just like did everything he did, and she's leaving, holding hands with another guy, yeah. and 
Like, well, it's because he planned on telling her about his feelings, but he's like, it's just the. It's the one smart thing right. he's done. Yeah, he's like the timing wasn't right. <laughs> but it's just so I don't know. Like, I'm not gonna say it left me empty, but it left me just going like, uh, I don't know. Like no, I felt like me I feel like, like I was like hopeful. I feel like I was supposed to feel more than I actually felt watching it. Well, I was hopeful. Were you? Yeah. So I mean, obviously, Jim and Pam are pregnant. <laughs> I mean, that's they even dropped the pregnancy thing when she was going in for the x-ray, if you were mm-hmm. uh, an attentive listener. Yeah. Um, so they're going to have a baby, a bastard baby, born before the wedding. <laughs> wow. Oh, come on. That's, oh, come on. Well, we'll have, some have fun to see with about it. that. What's their baby's name? I'm not telling you that. Bonnie? No. <laughs> okay. But, okay, so, I mean, that one... We'll find out it's not a cliffhanger. when they have no, it. It's not a cliffhanger. At the time it was. It wa- Who watched that? And didn't think they were pregnant. Well, they never said it. They didn't know what They don't it have to. Be. Jim going, oh my god, oh my god, like hugging and cra- like, come on. Why are you so cynical? I'm not cynical. I'm just oh, saying. No, you are being cynical. I'm just saying, right Jim. And, no, I'm. Just, I think I'm being realistic. Like, okay, they're going to be. They're pregnant, and that's going to carry into season six. That's the carryover for this one. This one and Holly and Michael are the carryovers, and they even planted seeds with Dwight and Angela, on this one. So those are pretty much going to be the big. I well. And I don't know where it's going because I don't know much of these episodes, obviously. Uh, it looks like they're planting something with Aaron and Andy. Um, any any takes on that? I'm not saying anything about the future episodes. Cause no, Mo- you don't have to say anything. Motion but, but, will be pissed if I drop any hints. We don't so have to talk about anything. We don't have to talk about future episodes. But, like, what do you think about it? Like, how they're doing it? Because obviously it's been four weeks now where Aaron has been there and Andy is Andy and Dwight did the penis thing yes. and then like they did the banjos and he's think, trying to get close to her. I think what we've already discussed about Andy is all we need to discuss. So loathsome. Yeah. Odious. But um, overall I really enjoyed it. I gave it a 4.3. I thought it was a fine ender. Mm-hmm. I really wish they ended with the Michael Scott paper company stuff. Yeah. I feel like these, these last two episodes were just tacked on. To, you know, because last week we covered the broke one and the casual Friday, and they actually mm-hmm. were like in an arc with everything that had happened. This one, well, I mean, broke, I guess broke was before casual Friday, though. That's why I mean, broke and casual Friday went together. Yeah, because like that they sold out, they got the they got yeah. their jobs back, and then the next one was dealing with the fallout of that with Ryan and Pam. Yeah, being but there. they can't deal with the fallout as a season finale or. Yeah, they could have. I, I don't know. I think Camp Disco, or what is it? Cafe Disco. Cafe Disco and Company Picnic were fine episodes, but I think they were just kind of... They didn't hold together. They weren't coherent with everything that came before it, is all. Okay. They were fine. And, like, we do have the cliffhanger stuff, like, oh, there's going to be a baby, and there's going to be a wedding. Uh, they're going to get married, I assume, since, you know, At that's the whole thing. So I guess we have that to look forward to, but I really don't have much else to add. I just enjoyed Rolf. Yeah, I mean, we'll go farther in depth when we do our season five review next episode. Yes. Kevin didn't bring his uh I know, numbers. I fucked up, guys. We would have done it this week, but I fucked up. Oh, I'm throwing you far I, under that bus. My files are incomplete, yeah. <laughs> to put it mildly. I got to, I gotta, like, crunch some numbers. Crunch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to do some things, but we'll get there. But we'll do it next week. Yeah. What it was, so next week we're doing season or starting. We're doing season six. the season five wrap up, and then we're going to start season six with episode one, gossip, and episode two, the meeting. Sometimes I dislike how generic the titles mm-hmm. of these episodes are. Not because like they don't give you an idea; it's just like the meeting. Like yeah. I don't, it sounds like a box. Was the box Clark kids the, the box car kids? Yeah, like those. Like yeah. it sounds like it would be one of those books. Thank God. But um, so that's it for this week. Uh, you guys can get on, get in touch with us. Reach out to us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast or send us an email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Subscribe to the cast. Subscribe to the Jenny position. Uh, we would really appreciate it if you share the show. Oh, Mary's yawning. Okay. Sorry, she was going to fill that in, but I'm not going <laughs> to edit that out. Go ahead. Sorry, guys. But, uh, no, thank you again for sharing us around, sharing us with your friends and family, and uh, thanks for your continued support. We'll catch you on the next one. 